What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 201. We are here on Tuesday, July 21st. We have reached syndication rights. I am so happy. So happy. That means I can totally retire and live off the tremendous royalties. Yeah, we get paid so much for this. Giving JG my two weeks notice. Yeah, my ass. Going to the Caymans. That's not how this works. Anyway, before we jump into the show, hazmat suit. All right, all right. Shh. Before we jump into the show, we have a very important message from the Trump campaign, who we've partnered with. Obviously, you know we here at Triggered are in full support of the president's reelection, and we'll be working very hard for it over the next 104 days. And President Trump has a huge announcement for his top supporters. We will be celebrating the 2020 Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him at the convention. If you win. The team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention. Again, that's TRIGGERED, T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D, to 88022 to enter to win this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be his special guest. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. All right, let's get into the show here. All right. So COVID news has become the spotlight yet again here. We have the president announcing yesterday that the coronavirus task force press briefings are back on, starting with the first one tonight at 5 p.m. They're not going to be long, though. They won't be be long. It it won't be like the the two- to three-hour marathons that we had at at the outset of this thing, which is is good. Here's the reason this is coming back. One, it's... It's a good thing. I think the American people need to be directly hearing from the president and the task force about what the hell's going on. Because when the media's talking, they're fucking lying. Yeah. That's all they do. Yeah. Well, they're and, political people in that room. They, they, they don't know dick about science. Yeah, and so. the, the anti-Trump uh, media narrative was growing that, you know, the president didn't care about the pandemic. So this is one way to crush that. And also, remember how the, the uh, media was like, Oh, this does nothing but help the president. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why they're coming back. Because often he experienced higher approval ratings. These briefings themselves experienced high ratings because people were expecting him to to take on the liberal media and their nonsense. So that's going to be interesting to see when it comes back tonight what kind of – uh, animosity there's going to be in that room because, yeah. you know, the liberal media, we're going to talk a little bit about this later, but just today they called Ke- uh, Kaylee McEnany a lion bitch. The liberal media did that. So yeah. yeah. also we have the president weighing in on wearing a mask. So yesterday after a lot of uh, public media consternation about this whole topic, the president tweeted saying – with a picture of him in his presidential mask, quote, we are united in our effort to defeat the invisible China virus, and many people say that it's patriotic to wear a face mask when you can't socially distance. There is nobody more patriotic than me, your favorite president, which was hilarious. (laughs) Um, So here's the thing. I'm not a huge mask guy, but, but... the they can't sir okay so cer- certain masks don't actually do anything no the cloth masks total fucking bullshit yeah, yeah. don't do a thing in fact yeah. they're probably worse for you yeah. because all they do is contain the moisture yeah they got the it's not good germs but the surgical masks and n95 masks are actually effective yeah 
So, but still, the droplets come out of the little of the ventilation holes, though. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm trying to say so. It's but, like, like even in a crowded room, if everybody has masks on, it's still gonna fill. Like, for example, as someone said, it still lowers your percentages. Yes, yeah. it does. It, it lowers. Yeah, the percentages. it does. But in a crowded room, eventually, it's gonna fill up with droplets. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know? but you also have the the fact that you shouldn't be in crowded rooms right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can't just but that. remember, you can – in Virginia, you can go into a restaurant and if you have a mask on. Yeah, I mean I'm not going just, to restaurants. I'm not going either. So. But I'm just saying like in states that have like phase three, you can be in a, a room with a bunch of people with masks. I mean I'm not – I wasn't a big going out person to begin with. So I like – yeah, I, just, I like to I go to a go nice to dinner. Grocery, I just go to the grocery store. I like to go to a nice dinner. Yeah, I don't go to the grocery stores either. I get everything delivered. Yeah. But, you know, I like to go to a nice dinner but I am not a bar guy. Well, that was five years yeah, ago, Storm, yeah, not yeah, now, Storm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I, I – listen. Well, bars are the place the where you're going to get it. Here's the thing. Not Trump really may not even actually believe this. In fact, he probably doesn't believe this. But it's indisputable that his approval ratings relating to the pandemic are not good. And if we want a chance to win this election, he has to edge those numbers up. Yeah. Because that's the biggest issue right now is the pandemic. Everybody's yeah. lives are still not back to normal. Yeah. So that's going to continue to be an issue, and this is a concerted effort with the new campaign manager, Bill yeah. Stepien, uh-huh. to, to show to the American public that, yeah, the media is not giving him any credit, but here's all the things that they're doing behind the scenes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think it's going to be a very effective thing. And also, it takes away their talking point. Yeah. So it takes away the talking point of you're not hosting these briefings anymore. And it takes away the talking point of, oh, you're not encouraging mask use, right? Yeah. And you could debate the effectiveness of mask use. But it's one of the things that he was getting hit hard politically on. Yeah. Right? And it's not like I'm we're – I'm not for the masks. And it's not yeah. like he endorses <laughs> no. a mandatory mask order because no. he said very clearly in an interview he doesn't. Yeah. And we obviously don't. Yeah. But – It should be left yeah. up to the states. So I think that's what his position is. Yeah, well, sort he's, he's still not in favor of, like, statewide mandatory mask yeah. So look at uh, Broward, Broward County oh, Broward. in Miami. Yeah. They now said that at home you should be wearing masks. What? Yeah. How so, they going for – okay. So that's an example of taking it too far. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's a reasonable thing, you know, like – like if you're going to the grocery to, store, to the grocery store, yeah, I wear masks or somewhere the where there's a bunch of fucking people, yeah. if you don't want to get the virus – then you probably should be wearing a mask, right? Yeah. But if you want to get the virus or don't care, you I think you should be free not to wear the mask, right? And that's where kind of the dividing line is at this point. It's become one big political charged issue, yeah. which, I mean, I it mean, is political, but for it also some is things, not I mean, they, they won't let you in. Like in here, uh, you need you need one to get a haircut. Yeah. Which is ass backwards because then they 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 take the loops off and then you have, they tell you to hold the mask. Like to your face, I'm like, well, I'm touching the mask. Which no, is I know. Something that you're not supposed to fucking. Well, know. that's the other thing is that Just all these like, people who are like mask fascists, yeah. half the time aren't even wearing the mask correctly themselves. No, I've inside seen out. people. Inside out. Yeah. I've seen people with it below their nose. Yeah, that doesn't do anything. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. I know. So at least if you're gonna wear it, yeah, wear it correctly, right? Yeah. We also have the never-ending saga of Dr. Fauci. Oh God! And I had been in between on Fauci. Yeah. You know. Started out as, oh, he's doing a good job. Then I was like, hmm, I could go either way on this guy. And then what he said over the weekend really just did it for me. I'm done with him after this. It's over. When he said that New York got hit worse than any place in the world and they did it correctly. In what world 
Did New York do it correctly? Yeah. I mean, is he on fucking crack? I mean, in terms of killing all the old people, they really did it correctly. Yeah. I mean, the they, only they, reason, they killed them all. The only reason that New York's curve is flat now is because, one, they probably reached herd immunity. Yeah. And two, all the vulnerable people are dead. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing in New Jersey. Yep. And all those places up there, right? And then they have the gall. Yeah. To come out here and criticize other states that actually did do it the right way and are seeing a lesser spiked curve later on which yeah. is what remember remember they released that oh, yeah. chart you know here's how you don't want to do it exactly and here's how you want to do now it. they're saying this is the way to do it and it's just it's it's disgusting cuomo killed those people yeah cuomo's a murderer as did phil murphy and, and, King and phil, wolf King in phil, pennsylvania right? yeah dictator phil, yeah I dictator call phil killed those people and, and they, they continue to pat themselves on the back i know Cuomo released fucking coronavirus merchandise. I know, it's ridiculous. They're selling a poster for 15 bucks. And they keep hitting Florida and Texas. Those two states are never, ever going to reach the level of infestation and death the way that the tri-state area has. And Georgia. Never. And Georgia, yeah. Right, they're talking about Georgia. Yeah. Like, oh, Georgia's in terrible shape. Yeah. No. Look at Florida. Florida yeah. has more population and a fifth of the deaths. Yep. And hospitalization rates are, are, are declining. I mean, part of this is also that some states avoided a first wave and they're seeing it now, but it's but it's tapering off because we have we are better prepared to respond to this virus. Also, everyone needs to calm down with the numbers coming out of Florida because we've seen things are immensely fucked up down there. Some places aren't even reporting negative results. They're just reporting the positives. The data is wrong. So Orlando and it's not like back it's not like the backwoods of Florida. This is Orlando. Orlando Health had a 98% positivity rate. But when you add in the fucking negative test results, it drops down to 9.4%. I'm Asian and I suck at math. But I know that that fucks up the stats on this. Not to mention that there's a difference between dying with COVID and dying of COVID. Yeah. There was a guy in Florida who was listed as a COVID fatality. He died from a motorcycle crash. Yeah. That's what killed him. But he's counted as COVID. And you know that's not the first time this has fucking happened in Florida or anywhere else. So the, 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 the death rate, I don't believe, is 140,000. I think it's over 100,000. Around. You mean the death count? Sorry, the yeah, death yeah, count. Yeah, I think yeah. it's anywhere between 75 and maybe 115. Yeah. But I think there are ten, tens of thousands of deaths that are just not co- that are not because this person died of COVID. And when you take away nursing homes, mm-hmm. 45% of all U.S.-based deaths are from nursing homes because – you know, King Murphy and Cuomo decided to, in their infinite wisdom, house COVID-positive patients in areas where the most vulnerable and infirmed are concentrated because that's great science and yep. good policy, right? When you take that away, I, I don't mean to, like, minimize or marginalize the tragedy here, but it's the death toll is really equivalent to the 2017 flu season. Which was very bad. Well, here in Virginia... That was about 75,000 Here deaths. in Virginia, we still have half of the flu total. Yeah, yeah. So... And hospitalization rates are good. And now you have states like New York and New Jersey banning yeah. people from Virginia from coming there. I know, which is rich. Well, it's really rich because at the beginning of this whole thing back in March, yeah. states tried to put in travel advisories of people you can't come from those states, right? Yeah, Do you yeah. remember when Rhode Island said, if you're from New York, you cannot come here? Oh, they had the he police th- going to the, to the shore house. He threatened there. to sue based yeah. on federal commerce laws Yeah, that you can't do that. Now they're trying to pull the exact opposite shit. Yeah, New Jersey says, oh, if you come from Virginia, you have to self-quarantine. 
Well, guess what, Dictator Phil? When I come there in a few weeks, you can bet your ass I'm not going to be quarantining. Yeah. And I would challenge you to do something about it because you won't. Because it's unconstitutional. Yeah. Right? It's not the Soviet Union where you need, like, approval to, like... To travel. To travel. No, I know. You it's unbelievable. To travel. It's now, unbelievable. Now, if this was, like, some sort of super Ebola, different story. Yeah. If it was different a 90% story. death rate, then yeah. fuck yeah, we would have different, restrictions. Different story. Everyone but, would be in their homes afraid. Yeah, exactly. Like, but everyone needs to... St- First of all, everybody, in- the media included, needs to stop treating this this thing as if, like, this is the only pathogen that has arisen in the past 150 years. Mm-hmm. Everyone's acting as if, like, this is, like, a new... Th- it's not. Yep. It's not. Coronavirus has been around for a long time. The Chinese decided to unleash it as a plague. And residents in New... And so there's two things. Yeah. One, on the data front, yeah. you have people that say that they signed up for a test but didn't actually get tested, and they're being notified that they tested positive. Oh. They didn't actually get tested. So go. I'd like to see that reconciled. There you go. And then secondly... So maybe that positivity rate is even lower. Because yeah. Florida actually had a two-week low... With the positivity rate when everyone was freaking out. Frankly, about I don't even care cases. about the positivity rate. I care yeah. about the death rate. That's all that matters. Oh, yeah, that's true. The death rate is all that matters. And, and it's low. The In New Jersey, you have Phil Murphy, who residents are pissed with. In They feel that he is slow to re-liberate the state after these pandemic restrictions. And he responded to questions saying, quote, If you don't like our leadership here, why don't you go down to Georgia and see how that feels? Well, uh, Dictator Murphy, mm-hmm. uh, they could, and they would see a state that has a fifth of the death rate of New Jersey, and frankly, is still at near the same deaths per day yeah. as New Jersey is now. And New Jersey had way more deaths. At one point, they were, what, I think seven to eight times of what they are on a daily death yeah, now? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, like, come on. New York seeded the entire country's outbreak. Yep. That's a fact. That is a fact. That's a fact. Andrew so, Cuomo killed people. Bill de Blasio is making it worse. And you have the death rate dropping for the 12th straight week. That's good news. That's great news. Yeah. That's something that CNN is not reporting. Yeah. See, if you watch CNN, folks, you'd think that, two, that like a third of the country has died from this thing. Oh, I know. It's like the panic porn is like – I'm not talking Not to mention like, they give no credit to the president no. who saved – Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of lives by putting these global travel restrictions into place early against all of the advice of advisors, economic advisors. Fauci was against the China ban, the travel ban. But now he says that it it indisputably saved lots of lives. Yeah. Right? Let's not forget that Joe Biden called Trump a racist xenophobe for putting the restriction against China. Oh, Joe Biden would want open borders. Yeah. I mean – Joe Biden was out of his depth there. We all know that. But also the thing with the ma- like the thing with the masks, they're tr- they're, they're going to hit him on the mask tonight, folks. We all know that. Why now? Not you know two months ago because you didn't because even the experts didn't know shit two months ago about the fucking masks. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, two months ago they right. lied about the mask because yeah, they, they said, needed. They the, said don't wear it. They needed the which was purely a supply thing. Yeah, that was not science based. Yeah, that was. They needed the supply for hospitals, and they didn't want people to be gobbling up masks. Yeah. Which – Well, we're going to see some gaslighting on that, though. Which, remember, yeah. we oh, yeah. smartly oh, purchased yeah. our masks in January yeah. because I saw this coming. We saw this coming. Yeah. We were the first ones to talk about this yeah. shit. Let's not forget that. Something right? was brewing in China. 
We not knew it. Good. We were talk. We were talking about it weeks before any media outlet mentioned it here. So I'm just glad I got. I'm tired of the COVID shit. Yeah. It's also very important, and it's going to play a key role in this election, which is why we're talking about it, not just for the hell of it. This is going to play. I think the biggest role in the election, and it's what's giving Joe Biden cover to hide in his basement. Yeah, which is problematic. Yeah, but come out, Joe. Come out to play. Let's talk about the radical left. Yeah, and the cancel culture and the mob that continues to rage uh, in liberal cities in this country. First off, Fordham University now imposing Soviet-style punishments for supporting a fallen officer and the Second Amendment. A Fordham University student is suing his college after the institution found him to be in violation of the code of conduct. Oh, is this the kid that posed with the rifle? His crime? Showing support for the Second Amendment and a fallen police officer. He posted about the murder of David Dorn, which we've Mm -hmm. talked about a lot here. His name is Austin Tong, a rising senior at Fordham. He posted about David Dorn with the quote, Y'all a bunch of hypocrites. Okay. He got a lot of criticism, didn't mm. back down, and the next day happened to be the anniversary of Tiananmen Square protests. Uh, and Tong, yeah, yeah, I see this. Yep. who immigrated from China as a child, posted a photo of himself holding a rifle in his backyard with the caption, Don't Tread on Me, okay? With the hashtag 1989-64, the date awesome. of the protest. That's awesome. Four days after he posted this, the dean of students contacted him to inform him that the school was opening an investigation for violating university regulations for hate crimes, threats and intimidation, and disorderly conduct. On July 14th, Fordham issued its sanctions, which he described as Soviet-style, disciplinary probation through the completion of his degree, which bars him from representing the university in any extracurricular activity, running for or holding office in any student group or organization, or representing the university in any club sport. He's also prohibited from setting foot on campus and forced to complete his senior year solely online. Mandatory bias training, which is basically re-education. brainwashing. It's re-education. And then, of course, he's required to write an apology letter and present it in draft form to school administrators. This Yeah, Fordham can, you know... This is what fascism looks like. Fordham can go suck a big bag of dicks. I agree. And let me tell you, that's unconstitutional. He should sue. He should contact FIRE, which is a great... Well, well, Fordham is, I believe, a private university. Oh, it's a private? Oh, okay. Theoretically, they they can do these things. Not that they're right. Yeah. But this is the kind of things that conservatives on campuses face across the country right now. You have conservatives at Syracuse University who are afraid to go back to campus because of the death threats and intimidations that they've faced. The college Republicans have been all getting death threats. That's that's great, right? Isn't the left just so tolerant? And this is – they hate you folks. I think think there's a lot of people here on our side, Storm, that don't understand that this is a war. Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's a war. You cannot show these people any respect or decency or civility. You need mm-hmm. to fix bayonets and destroy them because they're going to kill, they're going to kill us. I we know. have to kill them before they kill us. I agree. Fit means, okay, I guess you should say figuratively speaking. Yeah, figuratively speaking. That's for the lawyers, but for you, for you loyal listeners, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. You all know what I'm fucking talking about. All right, about. all right. We're going to talk about the Second <laughs> Civil War later. We're going to talk about the Second Civil War later. Except my mom. My mom, you know, she gets an exception. Our families get exceptions. Yep. And college students aren't the only ones 
under the pressure from the cancel mob, uh, we got a message from a uh, local Indianapolis business, a small business there, being canceled by Black Lives Matter. Um, and they've actually gone ahead and created a rallying point for small businesses to get together and fight back against this. And their website is generalamerican.me. It's the General American Donut Company in Indianapolis. Oh. And if you are in Indianapolis, definitely stop by there and support that great local business because they're not the only ones. Yeah. I've seen story after story of local businesses because whether it's known that they're Trump supporters or even just Republicans in general, mm -hmm. they're being targeted by these BLM thugs who are trying to intimidate and suppress thought in this country. Yeah. And they're not the only ones I've had this happen to. I think that that's a that's a huge story in and of itself across this country is these businesses being targeted with these like Soviet style tactics. It's ridiculous. It's, ridiculous. It's very sad. It's very sad to me. And you have uh, Trader Joe's now under oh, yeah? fire. So Trader Joe's long has had its culturally specific branding on international food products in favor of the regular Joe. So for example, uh, French desserts have Trader Jacques, right? Uh, Chinese uh -huh. foods have Trader Ming, which I like the Trader best. Trader Ming, yeah. Uh, Italian products have Trader Giotto, <laughs> and Mexican has Trader Jose. Trader Jose! But now, after an online petition got 3,000 signatures, canceled. Oh, my God. Canceled. How how many Trader Joe's locations are there? Thousands? Yeah. And they're going to hide under the bed. Yep. Because 3,000 people, 3,000 crybabies said they don't like being called Trader Ming. You know, I take pride. I did take – I would take pride in Trader Ming. Hell, I, yeah. That's not – I mean, it's not a Korean name. It reminds me of – There should uh, be Trader Korean. Ming. Ming. <laughs> <laughs> Trader Park or something like that would be nice for the Koreans. Chan Ho Park. Yeah. Park Chung Hee. Park Chung Hee. Any of My the My man. Anyway, it, it's just – these things just add up, I know, right? I know. It's it seems so small, but over time, if you really look at what they're doing to our culture and our society, it's malice. It's disgusting. Yeah. Just yesterday, the New York Times allegedly had planned to publish Tucker Carlson's family address in order to terrorize and shut him up. Uh, that's happened before. The mob showed up to his DC home and he hid in the closet. And had to call the cops. Well, his wife that? hid in the closet. Oh, his wife he wasn't home. He was taping the show. He was taping the show. They had I and stand after corrected. after a year of death threats to yeah. that location, they moved. Yeah, but so the, but the fact remains that the mob found out where he lived and they yep threatening his family. So and only after last night, yeah, basically the entirety of right wing and even independent Twitter. Got up in arms about this because it's not journalism. No. It, it's, it's terrorism, actually. Yeah. It's activism. It's a targeted attack. And uh, they decided to back off. Well, no, that, hold on a second. The best part is they the spokesperson said they had no intention of doxing him. Yeah. Which is such shit. It's clear you bullshit. You gotta be kidding me. You, you just got fucking caught. That's basically what it the is. The reason that they backed down was because conservatives finally yeah. stood up and agreed to fight back and yeah. said, you know what? If you dox Tucker, we're, we're going to dox all of you. Yeah. All of you fine. at the New York Times. And we will find your names yep. and we'll do it. And you know what? I like that. We fight like fire it. with fire. My saying is napalm. you fight fire with napalm. That's true. Because you don't just hit back. Yeah. You hit back harder. Yeah. Right? I mean, napalm is sticky. It burns. Speaking in figurative off. terms, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. If they yeah. bring a fist, you bring a knife. Yeah. If they bring a knife, you bring a gun. Yep. And if they bring a gun, 
you bring fire yep. bombs. And, yep. All, all you know, hypothetical yeah. and in figurative well, terms. Well, I won't be hypothetical. They send one of us to the to the hospital. We send one of them to the morgue. That's how you beat oh, them. Oh, my God. He That's means hypothetical. Sean Connery, The Untouchables. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's a movie quote, people. All right. So That's for the lawyers. The, the NYPD lawyer. chief, Terry Monahan, uh, one of the officers attacked on the Brooklyn Bridge last week, which we talked about, uh, was injured badly, went to the hospital. Yeah. Interestingly enough, due to their uh, cash reform bail bill, that violent animal was let out immediately. Oh. Yep. And uh No, no he, shocker there. Yep, he tweeted Quran Campbell is captured on video for the nation to witness him viciously assault three cops in uniform, one who lost consciousness. Judge Robert Rosenthal's reckless decision to release Mr. Campbell without bail endangers every New Yorker and the officers who risk it all to protect them. Yeah. That that's and did you see the Blasio's like Yep. <laughs> and I thought this one was this quote from Monaghan also, when he went on to say, he wrote, quote, The cops being disparaged on New York City streets are the same cops who run into burning buildings, save choking babies and cardiac victims, go toward gunfire to keep people safe, and are the heroes of 9-11. They need yeah. the support of the communities they serve. And that's true. These are the guys who ran into the burning World Trade Center. And now they can't even walk down the street, or go get some fast food without worrying about their lives. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. It's really sad. You have... The city, has, it's gone out of control. It's reverting back to its early, late 80s. It's almost worse at this yeah. point. I, mean, I think it's worse. I mean, I think Greg Gutfeld had a, had a monologue, a commentary on The Five a couple nights ago about how his, his staff, who only, you know, live six blocks away from the Fox building, don't feel safe yeah. walking six blocks well, it's not like it's just, you know, the shitty areas of the city anymore. It's all yeah. of the city. Yeah. All of the city is They've experiencing massive They've taken over the city. The cops aren't doing their jobs. They're not. Well, they're not allowed. Yeah. They're not allowed to do their jobs. I mean, look at – I mean, Seattle has seen some some unrest lately. And I saw last night the Seattle police – or a couple nights ago, the Seattle police Twitter was like, don't go in these areas. There's like vandalism going on. I'm like, you're the fucking police. Yeah. Or well, someone tweeted that, that out. Don't sorry. Bad. We're gonna oh, sorry. <laughs> so – First, let's talk about the McCluskeys, who are the armed couple in, in Missouri, St. Louis, that defended their home from an angry mob of rioters that had broken down the gate and entered their property. Well, now they face felony and misdemeanor charges for unuseful, unlawful use of a weapon. What, what do you think about this attack on self-defense? Because we have yeah. someone who used their Second Amendment rights to defend their property, as is their God-given right, mm -hmm. and now... They're saying, oh, here's your – here. you know, let's release these addresses. And yeah. by the way, you're not allowed to defend yourself yeah, with a gun. Yourself, it's an assault on self-defense, yeah. which is a God-given right. Yep. And it's also – I mean this is a political prosecution here. I mean I, I, mean, I, I think someone on Twitter said like this is probably the most explicit <laughs> politically yep. motivated you know, um, indictments we've probably seen in, a, lot, in, in mm -hmm. a while. Probably since you know maybe Trump-Russia collusion. I don't know. But – yeah, it's not like – and I, I love how they frame it as like, oh, uh, they, they, they whipped out their weapons during a um, a peace uh, – a civil rights demonstration. Yeah. Like what type of gaslighting shit is this? Uh, if that's the case, then the 1992 uh, – sorry, the 1992 L.A. civil rights 
demonstration got a little out of hand so much that everyone got so excited that the military had to come in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that's I guess that's the rewrite of this now. We It was a riot. They broke down the gate. We saw the photos. We have seen what this mob has done. Well, all the media leaves that part out. Yeah, no. Oh, they yeah, don't yeah, say yeah, that yeah. they broke down oh, the yeah, gate. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't that say they that. entered their property Sorry, and that they folks. were rioters. I'm, I'm saying what the media is leaving out. Just a few nights before had burned down significant yeah. stores and homes in the I city. I mean, these moms have burned down like half the country, folks. Uh-huh. And I mean, so, yes, how dare two people, two law-abiding lawyers, actually, they're uh-huh. both lawyers, you know, defend their property from this mob. Uh-huh. And it was a mob. Oh, so, definitely a mob. And luckily, the governor in Missouri is a Republican, as is the AG. And Governor Mike Parson has already said that he would pardon the couple. Uh, he said he will, quote, do everything within the Constitution of the state of Missouri to protect law-abiding citizens. And those people are exactly that. They are law-abiding citizens, and they're being attacked, frankly, by a political process that's really unfortunate. The AG has also said that he stepped in and called for a uh, dismissal of these charges. But it's just ridiculous that they even have to go through this. They had their weapons confiscated. They ha- they're they now having to go through a court battle. Luckily, they're lawyers, so I guess they can represent themselves. But I think they've retained counsel. Yeah. So it's I, – I, I don't know. This is bad. This is very bad yeah, for this country. Good. I could tell you that between this, what's happening right now and this election and the uncertain uh, future that we face, it's giving me ulcers. Like yeah. we're in – this has gone from being the most important election of our of generations to like the most important election of the country ever because it's the only thing standing between the liberal mob vi- the violent liberal mob and no police and socialism is this election it's that bad yeah. it's really that bad yeah. and we're going to talk in a minute about your column because yeah. i want to talk about that but yeah. Wrapping up the cancel culture segment here and the liberal mob, right? We've got teacher fired for tweeting. Oh, I missed this. A teacher, I forget where, was fired for simply tweeting. And this is, I know this tweet now because I've looked at it so many times and tried to find what's wrong with it. Yeah. I'm done being silent. Real Donald Trump is our president. Don't at me. He tweeted that on July 6th. Oh. By four days later, he was in a meeting with Human Resources, the superintendent and the principal. He was told that he had the option to either be fired or resign. Oh, my God. That was it. That was it, huh? That was it. Very popular teacher in Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Very popular teacher at this school. The students say, I cannot recall an instance where he shared his political affiliations while teaching or coaching. And they love the guy. And uh, apparently the, the parents and the students are very upset. And it's uh, very interesting to me that the teachers' union has not stood up to defend this man. Uh, ch- oh, even though wow. we've had teachers' union defend pedophiles yeah. before, but they won't defend this man's political yeah. free speech. Nope. It has sh- to be Democrat you, speech. That shows you what's Democrat going on, speech. right? Yeah. Uh, we also had in today's press briefing at the White House, allegedly, reportedly, and we're going to let you listen to this clip and decide for yourself. Let's take a listen to this clip, and then we'll talk about it, of a liberal reporter throwing what I believe to be an insult at Kaylee McEnany. Yes. But let's take a listen. China vaccine research. This yes. is very You've gotten two questions, which is more than some of your colleagues. Yes. Thank you, Kaylee. Okay, okay, you don't mind um, I hear lying, bitch. Yeah. I hear lying, It's bitch. either, okay, you don't want to engage, or, okay, you're a lying bitch. Either or, the, who knows? Sorry, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at the replies. That 
my, 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 one of my friends, I hear Kofefe. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the new Yanni and Warl. Or, uh, um, was it the white, white and gold? The dress. The yeah. dress, the fucking dress thing. I don't know. I mean, see, here's the thing, right? It's totally believable that they would say you're a lying bitch because that's how they feel. Yeah, they're enemies That's of how the they people. truly Enemies feel. of the people. So I don't know. That's going to be a new story over the next few days. Yeah. And Actually, uh, our, our, our staff writer, Ellie, uh, wrote it up. Yeah, and you could decide for yourself yeah. whether or not uh, yeah. you think it's true. Is it that or the other? Fortunately, we can't be, you know, we can't stick the knife in the back and twist. Yeah, to, to take a line from uh, Fox News, we report, you decide. Yep, exactly. All right, so on that topic, as this election is very important, we know President Trump has a huge announcement for his top supporters. We will be celebrating the 2020 Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him at the convention. If you win, the team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention. Again, that's TRIGGERED, T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D, to 88022 to enter to win this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be his special guest. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. All right, so let's talk about the violence unfolding out west. Most of this is out west at this point now. yeah. Uh, which is no surprise the because it's been coast, that way for a long time. The left coast. We have Portland and Seattle both going off. The feds are present in Portland to protect the federal courthouse. Apparently, according to Nancy Pelosi and the left, they're stormtroopers for doing oh, so. Oh, yeah, they're stormtroopers. Yes. And the Portland mayor has done nothing to quell the violent rioting in his city. And the federal government now has no plans to back down in Portland after acting D, uh, Deputy DHS Secretary Ken Cuccinelli accuses anarchists of carrying out acts of terrorism. Uh, acting DHS Secretary Chad Wolf has been in Portland to oversee this operation. You have him, uh, Acting Deputy Secretary Cuccinelli, saying, quote, These are not peaceful protests. This is violent criminal activity, and when they show up directed at law enforcement, it's terrorism. Law enforcement officers and agents have been targeted in attacks. We are talking about violent anarchists who are engaging in both violence to the point of terrorism on occasion and who have been assaulting federal property and officers night after night. So they boarded up the courthouse, which yeah. you shouldn't have to do in America. No, you shouldn't have They to. put a fence up around the courthouse, which you shouldn't have to do. And still these people attempt to break through and set the building on fire. That was happening just last night. Put the mob down. And you have Nancy Pelosi coming out here saying, oh, it's just some graffiti. And you have unmarked stormtroopers rounding up people. Yeah. So there's three lies three in that. Three lies. Although I will say, given the unrest and the chaos, I would have no problems with federal agents in unmarked cars rounding up these people and, and nabbing them. Well, they were Put in unmarked the mob cars. Down. They were in unmarked cars, but here's the couple of lies yeah. in that. Yeah. One, it's not just about graffiti. Yeah. Two, they're not unmarked federal agents. They have clearly identifiable oh, yeah. patches yeah. on their arms. Yeah. But they should be identifiable, in my opinion. There's photos of it. <laughs> and three, they're not stormtroopers. No. If you want to see stormtroopers, yeah. we'll do it. Yeah. Oh, this is not I that. would totally have some stormtroopers. This is not that. No, it's not so, that. But I'm, I'm pro-stormtrooper. But, oh my God. But she gets away... <laughs> With saying these things, the liberal media parrots it, yep. and then you have the fucking moron mayors of Portland, 
Chicago, and Atlanta demanding federal presences in their cities to leave. You know, Mayor Beetlejuice in Chicago. Oh, That woman God. has the smallest head I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, my God. It looks like one of those uh, voodoo dolls yeah, yeah, just got Beetlejuice. shrunk yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, But um, she, I mean, Bill de Blasio is terrible, but she's a solid runner-up. Yeah. In, ter- in terms of how she's managing that city. That city is out of control, and it gets absolutely no attention. Bill de Blasio also said no federal law enforcement in New York. Y- y- and pe- y- President y- Trump has threatened to send more federal law enforcement to New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Detroit, Baltimore, Oakland, and other cities yeah. to deal I with I love unrest. how these fucking mayors can, can think that federal officers whose entire – whose jurisdiction is the entirety of the United States and territories can like not – they can like stop that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They shut the fuck up. You can't run these know. cities right. The Fed should come in. I dare say the military I think should come that in. They should be using different agents than Border Patrol because it's not oh, well, part of their charter. Yeah, well, they need However, well, they they've correctly been using marshals. Yeah. Who are tasked with protecting federal property yeah. and courthouse. But the the marshals are I, I would I would assume are stretched thin given all the, Here's the problem. all the targets. Here's here. the problem with this. We've opened the door. Yeah. So now God forbid Biden comes into office. Yeah. What are they going to use? You know, they'll get rid of all these federal agents that are loyal to the Constitution. Yeah. Bring in their team, like the Strucks and Pages and Comeys and yeah. all those McCabe yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. And when they're not And then use the federal government really aggressively against the citizenry. Yeah. That's what I worry about. Well, that's why we have to win this election. Exactly. Exactly. And the next election. Yep. Maybe Trump should just stay president forever. I'll be okay with I'm that. I'm fine with that. I'll be you okay know? with that. I mean, that'd be... I'll be okay with that. That'd be good for us. You know, us. Alberto Fujimori did that in Peru. He just did... He did, like, a self-coup. He just basically... <laughs> he just... He brought, like, the tanks into the capital and just took over. And... Well, you were telling me the story of uh, South Korea. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The 19... 19th... Yeah. The, the Park Chung-hee's coup. He took to the airwaves to say why he's doing it. He's doing it to save the country. And he so moved the military police units that were dispatched to arrest him... That they defected. That they defected to the cause. <laughs> and not to mention, everybody knew there were two key military units that had part of the coup, right? And when, when it was being planned, they knew about the fucking coup, but they didn't tell anybody. Yeah. That's how bad South Korea was being run by the civilians. And the military took over, and South Korea is the, the economic powerhouse it is today because of that military coup. Not all military coups are bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, bad. we'll talk about Second Civil War. Read Starship bit. Troopers, guys. I mean, it's basically like 80, I agree with eighty five percent of that book. Because I have a whole <laughs> section. I have a whole section on that here. So, yeah, sorry. First off, let's talk about how now you know they're going back to the old, uh, the old insult, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a conservative, you're a racist. Ah. Uh, so okay. The a DC college, George Washington University. I can only imagine what this is going to be. <laughs> I, can't, I, I had to read ahead here, and I just can't believe what I just read. So, George Washington University is encouraging its students to read a book that equates conservatism with racism, among other literature, as an effort to fight the dangers of racial stereotypes and discrimination. Ugh. It's a self-conflicting sentence here. <laughs> a book that equates conservatism with racism... To fight discrimination. <laughs> War is peace. Again, they, they literally think that you cannot be racist against white people or, or discriminatory against conservatives. Yeah. That's what they believe. Oh, yeah. Because the, there's not systemic oppression. Yeah. Well, we'll see systemic oppression if we lose this election. Oh, that yes. That you can be guaranteed of. 
And we will not go quietly into the night. Yep. And uh, this book or this book list includes Robert Smith's 2010 book Conservatism and Racism and Why in America They're the Same. Who the f- Okay. Yep. I'll hold my tongue. Mm-hmm. It's just too ridiculous. Again, George Washington University. George Washington University, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kaepernick uh, is in the news again because uh... his producer Jamel Hill tweeted, quote, if you vote for Donald Trump, you are a racist. You have no wiggle room. Yeah. That right there is just the perfect encapsulation of, like, this whole circus act. Yep. There is no nuance. There is no, wig- yeah, there is no wiggle room. There can't be. And, that's, and that is totally that, – that's intentional because yep. it, it, it makes it easier for them to erase everything. And 63 million Americans voted for Donald Trump in 2016. Yeah. Probably more this time. Yeah. So – uh, does Disney, who pays her, care to comment on this? Yeah. Right? I don't know. And uh, apparently, Jamel Hill's mom started voting Republican in 2016 when she voted for President Trump. Wow. So, really? So I guess I her mom wow. is racist. Wow. I guess her mom is racist. Well, on top um, of that, everybody at the New York Times is racist. Did you hear what that happened there? No, tell me. Oh, sorry. The founding family of the New York oh, Times. Yes. We're slaveholders. They had slaves and slave owners. Slave owners. Sorry, oh, sorry. Slave <laughs> you owners. don't hold them. You yeah. Order. Well, you know, you know that, that, well, some people call them the helpers. So. You're the help. <laughs> the yeah. Helper, yeah. No, but yeah, they were slave owners, disgusting people. So everybody at the 1619 Project who was silent on this, silence is violence, and you all support racism, slavery, and white supremacy for working there. That's another so, thing we have to do, so like, an episode New York on. Times has to go. New York Times has to go, Storm. We need to talk more about the 1619 Project. You I'm going to put that on the list for yeah, Thursday. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do because that. Because it is... It's insane. It's insane. It's unbelievable how anti-American it is. Yeah. And then you have like, uh, the State Department uh, career diplomats upset with Secretary of State Pompeo, who went to Pennsylvania last week and gave a speech on how the 1619 Project is nothing but an anti-American propaganda. Uh, it is. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And even Rolling Stone editor uh, Matt Taibbi, like, ripped it apart. And gave a speech on American inalienable rights. Yeah. And these people lost their fucking mind. And I think that he should fire every last one. I agree. Here's a little preview, folks. Basically, the the ideals of the enlightenment which are the basis for our founding or somehow was somehow a massive white supremacist conspiracy Mm -hmm. and we'll just leave it at that we'll talk about it later yeah we're gonna talk about it on thursday my god yeah these people are insane uh stop snorting coke with drano cocaine doesn't do that oh no that's like meth cocaine gives you confidence they're meth addicts is what they are (laughs) crackheads um Let's talk about polls here. I wanted to do a bigger segment on polls, but we're running short on time today. So let's talk about one here. If you've seen the polling news, which I'm sure you have, you've seen the doom and gloom headlines about how Republicans are going to get run over in the November election, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think that they're accurate, but we have Tim Murtaugh, who's the director of communications for the Trump campaign saying that these suppression polls show that the media learned nothing from 2016. And this echoes what we talked about with Mark Water, right? Yeah. But when you begin a poll with a sample being 46% Democrats, when only 36% of the people who voted in 2016 were Democrats, you're oversampling by 10 points. 
So, of course, that's going to show Joe Biden with the lead. Oh, my God. That's how it works. That's the purpose of the poll. Yeah. They're trying to dampen the enthusiasm of the president's supporters. And the media is really, you know, they're they're not learning this lesson at all, which is fine with me. Right. He added that, quote, we know that between July 15th and Election Day of 2016, there were over 220 national public polls published. And only 13 of these polls did they ever show Donald Trump with even the slightest of leads. So we have now this Quinnipiac poll, which was a total disgrace, oversampling by 10 points. At no point is it D plus 10. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. You could even make the argument for, okay, maybe D plus 5. Maybe. If you've had more of a shift to independence, which – there's not much evidence of, but you yeah. can say that, right? If you because likely voter models, you're just throwing the dart against the wall. Yeah, yeah. All right. If you do that, it's a tie race. We have a tie race here, and this doesn't even this doesn't even take into effect the possibility of either no debate, which becomes a huge issue. Yes. Or if he does debate, Joe Biden's going to get run over. Yeah. Like I don't even know. I'm saying it, all it takes is one debate for all these polls showing Biden with this massive supposed advantage to be, like, turned to dust. Yeah, and then you have more reputable polling companies, such as Rasmussen, who put out an approval poll today that shows the president at 48%, Mm -hmm. which is basically in line with with, Obama's 2012 re-elect. Yeah, so I don't put much credence into this. Yeah, Uh, and we have a stronger economy than we did in 2012, so. Well, yeah. It's coming back, man, it's coming back. It's coming back, but the Democrats are doing everything they can to stop it. It's, yeah, well, this, that's the problem. Well, the latest, the, the, this, this latest uh, supposed debate around another coronavirus stimulus is that's going to be another fiasco. There's going to be another stimulus, yeah. so but no it, doubt. They're going to drag the feet. They're going to they're going to drag yeah. it. They're going to yeah. drag it like they did the last couple times, and it's going to be a nightmare. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, what we face here is a fight for our lives. Yes, it really is. Yes, and we're going to talk. I'm going to get some more polling analysis ready, but. There's a great uh, VIP piece that just went up on on townhall.com earlier today about – and the headline is, the polls say one thing, America says another. Yeah, by Ellie. Yeah, and so she went out to the eastern shore of Maryland, which is less than 20 miles from the nation's capital. She said – It only took that to detect the palpable difference between the panic of an urban center and the calm of summer in the country. And they saw nothing but Trump signs, Trump 2020 banners, boats with Trump flags. You see boat parades happening across the country. The enthusiasm there is unbelievable. And in Delaware, which is Vice President Biden's home state, They saw nothing but signs of support of the police, the military, and President Trump's re-election. They didn't spot a single sign of Joe Biden's, right? Yeah. And signs are all anecdotal, right? It's not a good gauge, but but, but it shows shows enthusiasm. Because if you have the balls to put a sign out on your front lawn, then you're definitely going to vote. There's no doubt about that. So you have tourists along the Ocean City boardwalk. With pro-American, pro-Trump, and pro-police apparel walking down. Yeah. You would never see that in, in Washington, D.C., no. right? Oh, no. So 
She said it took only a few days and a few hours of driving to prove that America simply isn't represented by the damning data being published on a daily basis. While we're being instructed by the media that we live in a deeply troubled, nearly apocalyptic time, our countrymen disagree. And I hope that's true. Yeah. I hope you that's know, what happens I was, as well. um, I was on Stephen Cruiser's podcast, mm -hmm. our, our, our sister's, sister site on uh, PJ Media, and he was asking me the same exact thing. And I told him, well, you've certainly had your, your friends who are, who are not really political say that, that, that it's out of control and that they're probably going to vote for Trump. Yeah. And also I'm like, even here, if you think about it, Storm, I haven't seen a lot of Joe Biden merchandise. I haven't seen anything. I haven't Joe seen Biden. anything, and we live in the swamp. This the is, bluest of blue. This is like communist Cuba where we live. Which is why we can't put out a Trump sign. Well, we can't. <laughs> we can't. But we will put out my Confederate flag. Oh my Only God. kidding. Only kidding. <laughs> no, but um, I have not seen a, a a Biden bumper sticker, yard sign, nothing. No, I know his presence here, which is critical to win this day. It's like non-existent. I see only old Hillary shit. I mean, he'll and like you know, love Trump's hate. He'll no, certainly those win the state. He'll certainly win this state. I mean, but, not, yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, there's no enthusiasm. But it is here. interesting that in the bluest of blue areas, yeah, there's no Biden enthusiasm. No. So it's almost as dead as Joe Biden here. <laughs> just saying, there's no pulse, no pulse. Just like Joe Biden, <laughs> just like Joe Biden, who's probably in some freezer, as the well, pod people take over. I don't know. I, like, I, go, I, go, I go through mood swings on a daily basis yeah. of holy fuck we're doomed or wow, we're just going to crush it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And in between, everywhere in between. I, like I see one thing that's very positive, see another thing that's not very positive. So I'm still on the positive side, but we got to fight like hell. We really got to fight like these hell. These next uh, 90 days are going to be hellacious. I think. Yeah, so let's talk about your column that I yes. the column that went yes. up. And the title is yeah. Should Conservatives Prepare for a Second Civil War? Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. I you know, I, I go back to the the, you know, the old quote from Flavius, the Roman poet, you know, he who desires peace, prepare for war. Well, prepare for civil war for us. Yeah. Because either way, and this is this is I saw it's actually based off a thread, a Twitter thread from Drew Holden, who everyone should follow because he's actually very good. Very, very good at, mm -hmm. at, at at dissecting the liberal bullshit that we see every day. Um He's like, no matter what happens on November 4th, it's going to be a total shit show because we hate each other. There's a level of partisanship not seen since, you know, the Civil War, and both sides are going to contest the election. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think you should prepare. I think Americans are already preparing. We already – we have 10 million new gun owners in the span of what, 60 days storm? Yeah, With that's the COVID really something. And, 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 and the lockdowns, you know, people are fearing for their security. We don't like each other. And it's not a big re mystery as to why we don't like each other. For God's sakes, we're, we're apparently if we think one way, like you know, low taxes, fewer regulations, and smaller government, we're racists. And they're 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 leading a, a campaign of destruction right now against our history, again in our cities. So I think I think that it's going to make the 2016 tantrum that we saw look like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I agree. And it's going to be very nasty. Well, it's going to make the Floyd riots look like yeah. child's play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's going to be very nasty. I think a lot of people are going to get hurt. And I think that, that we as conservatives who are constantly persecuted in the media need to prepare. So However, whatever that may be, prepare for your family's safety. Two things here. I think the – Massive effect that first-time gun buyers and the the stockpiling of arms in this country is going to yeah. have on this election is being mm -hmm. underestimated. Yeah. Because if you're talking about – even if you dole that number down, 
to yeah. two to four million new gun owners. Yeah. Depending where they are, yeah, that can sway the election in an instant. Yes, absolutely. Because it's been shown time and time again that gun owners are Republican voters. Yes. The only state that was Democrat voting gun owners for a time was West Virginia. Yeah. And also in 2013, about 31% of gun owners in Virginia voted for Terry McCullough for some reason. Yeah. There, well, that I mean, was because we were insured no devastation because we yeah. had a supermajority yeah. in the state house and state senate. Yes. And, 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 and things are a little weird. Like in, in Pennsylvania – Pennsylvania has a lot of gun owners. Pennsylvania has a lot of NRA members. But for some reason, they, they tend to want to keep gun rights in their own backyard but not – that doesn't translate statewide. Mm-hmm. I mean hence the reason why – you know, I mean hence the reason why we've struggled to win Pennsylvania uh, up until recently. But yeah. But that's all changing. Yeah, it that's is changing. changing. I mean things are more intense now. You know, it's not 1988 anymore. You know, it's – it's things are much more intense, much more grounded in But you have everybody in Democrats Pennsylvania. Democrats are lawless now. They, you, they want anarchy. So You have everybody in Pennsylvania that's voted Democrat for decades – in Switching. the southern and western portions of the state, yeah, and even f- central. Yeah, they're flipping. Massively flipping. Yeah. I mean, you saw in all of your elections here where entire town councils were switching in one night from yeah. Democrat run to Republican run. Yep. And that, I mean, that's huge on a local level. So yeah. if we can emulate that in the presidential, I think he'll win Pennsylvania. Yeah. I think it has a huge effect in Wisconsin as well because those are gun-toning people. Yeah. I think of the Rust Belt states, Michigan is probably the hardest sell for re-election. Yeah, it is. But you can afford to lose Michigan. Yeah. And you could afford to lose Arizona, which I think is the next to lop off top. Yeah. So – We're going to keep Ohio. Ohio is no problem. Ohio is now, I think, a solid red the state election, actually. The election yeah, really comes down to – Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida. North Carolina, and Florida. Yeah. You need North Carolina, yeah. which is also vital yeah. for the balance of power in the Senate. And that's going to be a real nail-biter nail because even pre-Trump, North Carolina usually breaks a couple weeks before Election Day. Yeah. Which makes, you know, I mean, you have to keep up with the polling there, I, mm-hmm. I would say, the last six, six weeks up to Election Day. And the state is 50-50, you know. The the research triangle is a is a basket of liberals, mm-hmm. tons of, you know, college educated women who are single, yeah, who, who who break heavily for Democrats and they're gonna vote. I mean, at twenty sixteen they didn't really come out. I don't know about this year. This year they might be coming out. In yeah, the thing that we worries, really need to mobilize down. The there. thing that worries me is the suburban women vote. Oh, yeah, um, the squishy, the squishy Republican. And that goes into the co- bigger conversation about yeah. Republicans need to realize what's at stake here. Yeah. This isn't just like, oh, maybe we can go back to the way things were. Yeah, no, no, no. There's no going no, back to no, the way things were. No. That the left has become socialist. Yes. It's not Barack Obama's party anymore. No. Compared to these people, Obama was a moderate, perhaps yeah. even conservative. Yeah. Oh, no. Like you said the other day, yeah. he never would have won in so. this primary with the positions he ran on no. back in the day. I don't think so. So it's very clear that that party has shifted majorly left. Yes. And uh, we actually have some breaking news now. The president just signed an executive order barring illegal aliens from being counted in the U.S. Census for congressional representation. Nice. That's huge. I didn't do that. Was I supposed to do that? I didn't do the census yet. Huh? No, we signed as a house. Oh, we did? Oh, nice. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, (laughs) You also have – Did you mark me down as Asian? Yes. Okay, good. 
obviously you're our token yeah, here. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I could be black. Just put me down as black. Well, now you could identify as. Oh yeah, could, oh yeah, oh yeah. How episode. was that? How that's, was that section? That's you, a whole what, episode in itself. Was there like Z and all that other weird yeah, shit? Are you bad. fucking? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, some other stuff because I don't want to get all more riled up than I am already. The MLB is back this week. Major League Baseball is back. We have live sports for the first time since the pandemic started. But will it be anti-American is the big question. Yeah. And last night you had several players on the San Francisco Giants kneel. Mm -hmm. You had the MLB Twitter account actively harassing Trump-supporting people on Twitter that dared to say – can't we just play baseball and leave the politics out of it? And I know personally this has taken what I was looking forward to as a joyful escape from politics and has now basically destroyed that. Yeah. I'd like to think that on Thursday night no Yankee will kneel, uh, but you that's know there's something not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And so now we're going to have a another political argument and debate over sports. So that's just the country we live in, I guess, now. And uh, it was very disappointing to see Major League Baseball's official account essentially calling anybody that uh, brought into question the legitimacy of the Black Lives Matter organization or the, the idea of kneeling for the flag. They essentially called them out to be bigots. Yeah. So... If you uh, support America, you're a bigot. Yeah. That's what basically what this boils down to. America's and game has fallen, and it's yeah. pretty sad. Uh, yeah. pretty sad day there. Um, and this is the problem with, like, no fans thing, because now they can get away with this stuff. Yeah, well, because the Because everyone, everyone would fucking boo I was if, thinking, if, if that thing was packed. I was thinking about this more this morning. Just from a business decision angle, yeah. this is going to alienate half of their fan base. Yeah, it's not going to be good. I mean, I saw it's a not, ton of a ton of Yankees people that I follow on Twitter this morning yeah. were were saying if the Yankees do this, they're done for the season. Yeah. They're not going to watch it. Yeah. And yeah, you could say, "Oh, well, that's not going to have a huge effect." But if you're losing baseball fans, eventually that's going to have an effect. Yeah. Especially because the real money is in TV ratings. Yep. And if people aren't watching on TV, yeah. then up shit's so it'll be interesting to see if ESPN on Thursday night shows the national anthem because you know how they've done that in the mm-hmm. past where they just don't show it. I'm sure they'll be eager to show Dr. Fauci throwing out the first pitch. That'll be all over the news. Uh, but we'll see if they show the national anthem. And if they don't, I'm sure it'll circulate very quickly who yeah. who was kneeling. So. That's going to be an interesting thing to watch. It's certainly infected sports more than ever now, the yeah. politics angle, the Black yeah. Lives Matter angle. Yeah. So last but certainly not least, let's talk about Joe Biden's big lie. I call it the big lie. The big <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because Joe Biden, and I've, I've had people debate this with me that clearly are just like pulling shit out of their ass. Some are very close to home. Yeah. Very let's, close let's to home. Let's not talk about that. So like, <laughs> Joe Biden you know absolutely you said that we should defund the police. Oh, yeah. You could play this fucking word game all you want. The synonyms, oh, redirecting, defunding, all this bullshit. Let's listen to what Joe Biden said, and then we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. We agree that we can redirect some of the funding. Yes, absolutely. 
And our friend Jazz Shaw has a great piece over at Hot Air about this. Jazz writes, quote, Our industrious fact-checkers continue to attempt to insist that if Biden was only talking about not authorizing funds for police departments to purchase surplus military equipment, then it doesn't count. How does that work? You either give them the funding or or you you don't. don't. And if you don't, you're defunding them. Yeah. Yeah. So he continues to go on this, say we should look at PolitiFact's own definition of what defunding the police says. PolitiFact says, quote, while some protesters want to eliminate police departments entirely, others want to re-examine the functions of police departments and redirect Mm. some of their funding to other services. Oh, my God. If you're redirecting funding, you're defunding. That's defunding. Yep. That's what it is. I didn't kill the president. I just assassinated him. Don't let them play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't let them play this bullshit fucking word game. Yeah. Because let's not forget that just a month ago when this first idea came up of defunding the police, yeah. the only thing the liberals were writing about is, well, no, 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 we actually mean, like, redistribute yeah. and, and we don't you know, redirect. We don't want to give it to cops. Yeah, and redirect then, some funding yeah. to education. Yeah. That's what defunding yeah. is. And then that mask melted as quickly as, uh, you know, Joe Biden's pod person. Well, so, then you had the New York Times write the article that said, yes, we actually mean defund yeah, the police. Yeah, exactly. You know, the whole jig was up there. So, they can't get their own fucking messaging yeah. straight. They're playing games here, and don't let them do it. Yeah. Joe Biden supports defunding the police. He has multiple people on staff who, who not only support yeah. defunding the police, they've called cops pigs. They've actively rooted for them to die. So let's not play games here. Yeah. And you can't see it an inch on this, no, they're gonna. Th- I mean, this this is it right here. I mean, they're want, laying the groundwork to destroy law enforcement in this country. You want the police defunded now, after what we've seen? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fine. Get Look, rid of the, get, get get rid of the police. We'll just we'll just have to have the military take over take everything over. Well, that's when the conservative yeah. militias start. Oh yeah. And uh, and mean, having military governors, you know, run these left these these liberal bastions, which I will I, which I will wholeheartedly endorse. Oh my god, wholeheartedly endorse. <laughs> yeah, until we're under the rule of no, Coon Man. No, 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 yeah. no, because Coon Man will be taking displaced. Care of? Yeah, yeah, he will be going on vacation, Use and I will tell you, one. this vacation spot is not is is not very nice because usually it's six feet under the ground, <laughs> so it'd be very dark, a lot of worms, but yeah, he will be displaced. <laughs> because when you have a military governor, it's you know the civilian governor, they they they, they go away. Take you know, go away. This is some scary shit. We'll take it over. I'm just gonna say, of all times to defund the police, not the best. This is not it. Especially with you know the, the NYPD is gonna have a cop shortage. In. So when you hear people saying, "Oh no, Joe Biden doesn't want to defund the police," you call them out on that fucking lie. Yeah, because that is the big the lie big of lie this election from the lion press. Yeah, the Lugan the press. press. <laughs> yeah, the Lugan press spreading big lies. Well, I mean, we got fact-checked on this. I know, it's bullshit. We got fact-checked by the bullshit. AP that said, no, 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 Joe Biden didn't actually say defund the police. Yeah, I know. He absolutely said defund the police. Yeah. Don't let them lie to you. Don't let them manufacture their own fucking reality because that's what they're trying to do yeah. here. And then the, once they get into power, what are they going to do? You think Biden's going to stand up? To the left-wing activists in no, his party that say defund the police? he's going to accelerate it. Yeah. And also, sorry, last word about these fucking fact-checkers, folks. I mean, th- these people didn't even know that the American Eagle was, like, on the presidential seal. 
Yeah, they called it a Nazi. Yeah, it's called symbol. a Nazi symbol because the Trump campaign is selling, you know, T-shirts with eagles on them. So apparently, you know, and, and they said that well, it's inconclusive now. At first, they rate that motherfucker true, which was ridiculous. Yeah. So you know what? That's the fact checkers for you, folks. We need to stand up and fight. You know, I I love our silent yeah. majority folks out there, but we need brothers in arms for this because yes. this election. We're almost 100 days. Yeah. And it is going to be, I mean, you thought 2016 was brutal. Yeah. You thought the Kavanaugh fight was, was brutal. brutal. This is going to be a lot. This is going to be, this is going to be big. And people need to start defending themselves, arming themselves with whatever they have. And the way for you to join us in this fight is to at least join the president's text list. And President Trump has a huge announcement for his top supporters. We will be celebrating the 2020 Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him at the convention. If you win, the team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention. Again, that's TRIGGERED. T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D to 88022 to enter to win this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be his special guest. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. And we will be back here on oh, Thursday. You should also add, you know, they also get a, if they meet the president, they also get a, uh, the bonus aspect of uh, getting COVID tested, so. Oh, yeah, free COVID yeah, tests. Yeah, you get free COVID <laughs> tests. You get free COVID tests. We, we, we took it. It's not that painful. Well, no, no, no. We didn't have the brain touch one. No, we didn't. But we had this one. was a rapid test. Yeah, which is much simpler. <laughs> it's all, but still accurate. Well, to eighty-eight percent, yeah. Uh, but I will take that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That is like a B plus. Yeah. yeah. Listen, <laughs> I, I don't want. I don't want them touching my brain. I haven't been places that I need to do that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll be back here Aliens. on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. Of yeah. course, leave us your five star ratings and reviews. We love your help in fighting the yes. trolls. Follow us on Twitter at TriggeredTHM. Email us triggered at townhall.com. We love hearing from all your all, all of our fans, and uh, we love hearing from all of you. Um, and thank you for sticking with us for 201 episodes yes. of Triggered. We've gotten this far. Yep. What is that going to put us at by the election? 250? Uh, 250 at least. That might be the you know, uh. last one before we have to join the reconstituted Army of Northern Virginia. But, <laughs> but we will have Triggered... From the front lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, a, a militia edition. We need you guys in this fight. <laughs> Step up and fight because this country is teetering in the balance. Yes. We'll be back here on Thursday, and we'll see you then. Bye.